Hello, hello, and welcome. You are listening to the Sacred Slut Podcast, hosted by me, Becca Kavanaugh. This podcast is for you if you are ready to live a life full of pleasure, passion, and prosperity through your feminine flow and magnetism. This podcast will give you everything you need to step into your power, embrace your inner slut, and fall in love with being a woman even in today's society. Every week, we cover topics like spirituality, relationships, sex, pleasure, and living a pussy-led life. I have used these tools and teachings to create a business from flow, reignite passion in my relationships, have mind-blowing sex, and manifest the really big stuff like my dream apartment, soulmate clients, and money in my bank account. And I did all this while prioritizing pleasure and embracing my feminine radiance. So now I teach my clients to create their own version of success through the power of their pleasure and live a life that turns them the fuck on. The thoughts and perspectives I share on the show are my own through the lens of my lived experience as a privileged, white, cis, straight, abled, bodied woman. I do fully believe that living a pleasure-filled life is inclusive and possible for everyone. And I am always open to receiving feedback on which I can improve. All in all, take what feels really good and pleasure-filled and leave the rest. I want you to think of this podcast as your weekly dose of pleasure that will get your juices flowing and leaving you craving for more. I am so turned on to have you here, so let's just dive in. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Sacred Slut Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here today. Today, we are talking all about feminine leadership and what that actually looks like, what kind of traits feminine leaders embody. So this is what I have been, these are my own kind of reflections that I have seen in the industry from top feminine leaders who really embody these and what that actually looks like because feminine leadership, secure leadership is something that we don't see very often. We're very accustomed to this kind of wounded leadership, which in my opinion is not leadership at all. And now we're kind of getting into this new wave of leadership that I don't think the woundedness and this very masculine structure, I think that very boss babe mentality is kind of going to die, right? And we're kind of molding molding into this or creating this new kind of leadership role that is going to be a lot more sustainable, which if you are wanting to create an impact, which if you own a business, right, if you are creating some sort of influence, if you are, you know, wanting to speak on stages, like these are things, especially if you want to do it in a more secure feminine way, these kind of traits are what you are going to want to look at and embody and kind of take on and make them your own. Because I truly believe that this very wounded leadership, like we're kind of poking holes in it and we're seeing how not sustainable this very like boss babe mentality is, right? And a lot of people are being turned off by it, which I am one of those people, right? I really agree. I don't agree with that hustle mentality. I don't agree with because you know, in my opinion, I think that this boss babe mentality was really taken on from these like 
very masculine structures of entrepreneurship. And we felt that if we needed to play the game and play it at a level like that, that we had to do it in a very masculine way. And we were being taught from people who were, you know, very masculine. And then we're, even if you are learning from a top leader and she is in your industry and she is a woman, a lot of the times we still see those systems go over and over and over again. And nowadays we're starting to shift and see that leadership is becoming so much more. It's becoming this foundation of values, of integrity, of really being authentic. And that is what's really magnetic because we're and refreshing because we don't see that a lot and we haven't seen that a lot. And I really see this as we are honoring as a collective, we are honoring more of our feminine leadership roles to come out because we're so tired of seeing not even just this masculine structure. I think that it's this more wounded masculine structure that we've been seeing for so long, which is rooted in like, scarcity mindset. It's rooted in all these patriarchal systems, these, you know, oppression systems, and it just so much is rooted. And it's obviously as our, as we start to take a look at this as a collective, we are starting to break down a lot of these systems and no longer resonate with them and no longer want to see them thrive anymore. So, I say this all to kind of give you a foundation of what exactly we're talking about. So that way, when you do start to step into this more leadership role, these are kind of the things that I see feminine leaders embody. And in my opinion, these are feminine leaders that are doing things pretty accurately and authentically. So I am giving you today these top five traits that feminine leadership leaders really embody so that way they can create a massive influence and impact. So if you are looking to own a business, if you're looking to do business in a different way, like a really feminine way, a lot of these things are going to be deprogramming, deconditioning, these kind of very wounded structures that we've seen for so, so long. And we see a lot of people still repeating those structures, but that's ultimately as a coach and you know, somebody that wants to see this industry kind of shift and change, I really kind of take on with my clients as well around how we can decondition this, how we can kind of reprogram this household mentality, how we can do business in a way that feels really fucking good and also make it really sustainable because I want you here for a long time and a good time. I think that we can have both, right? So This is kind of what I have been exploring myself and also what I see a lot of feminine leaders step into. So um, just out the gate here, let's start with number one. And number one is, I think, super important here. This will kind of help you shift and um, recognize how to sift and sort what is important to you or not. And number one is that she really knows her priorities, right? And she is hyper-focused on them. And she is focused on what is aligned instead of what is not aligned, right? And I think a lot of the times when we come from like a scarcity mindset, we're so focused on the things that we don't want, right? We're like, oh my God, I'm so tired of living like this. I'm so tired of like being in struggle. I'm so tired of this. And like when you're focused on that or you're focused on all the clients that don't want you, you're focused on all the people that aren't listening to your message, you're focused on all these other things of like, oh my God, people aren't even listening or all these things. It's like that is focusing, putting your energy on a closed door, 
right? On the people that will probably never listen, right? We're so focused on the people that are not listening than instead of the people that are really listening. And this could go with anything, right? This could go with um, relationships, right? If you've ever had an ex, right? And you're so hyper-focused on what could I do things differently? Maybe if I just said this right, maybe if I just, you know, did this or whatever, if I was just more or enough, then I would have their love. And instead of focusing on all the things that we lack, we should focus on that that person that just wasn't aligned anymore. So we should focus on the people that are aligned and attune and calibrate our energy to that. And that is essentially what she's doing. She knows her priorities. And so she's not concerned with the client that said no, or the people that aren't listening or the past relationships that didn't work out. She's not concerned about that type of energy. She's more concerned about who she's becoming and what kind of energy she actually wants to calibrate to. And that is essentially her priority is her energy. And she has such a strong sense of self that she knows what is aligned and what is not aligned. And she continues to choose what is in alignment, right? And this is where balancing your energy becomes so so important. And I think as entrepreneurs and people that want to create an impact, like obviously you really fucking care. You really care and you want to help people. And so of course it feels frustrating when you're not getting the results that maybe you want yet, right? But ultimately you are taking up so much mental energy by focusing on what you don't want, right? Which is people not listening, you know, algorithms that suck and like, you know, things like that instead of just like calibrating your energy to the people that want to work with you. Um, you know, making your energy available for that because when you're so focused on your mental energy, there's so much time and space being taken up that you start to become like in freeze mode and then you feel like you can't move out of it, right? So essentially what a feminine leader does differently is that she knows how to balance her energy, right? She knows what is important and what isn't. And she continues to choose over and over again her priorities and the vision that she has for her um, leadership and what kind of leadership she wants to embody within herself and what's going to keep her balanced. Because as a leader, you have to, you have to come first in a lot of ways. And so her self-care, her pleasure is a top priority for her because if she's not turned on, if she's not <laughs> making herself a priority, she has very little to give. So she has to keep her energy balanced. And she knows that when her energy is balanced, she can be of service to even more people and be calibrated to the energy of the people that she wants to bring into her orbit. So that's number one. She's really focused on her priorities. Number two is that she really honors her boundaries as well as other people's boundaries, right? So she knows that her, when she is in her boundaries and she knows her boundaries. She's really clear. She honors them. She, um, you know, embodies them and enforces them when she needs to. And she's so strong in that she, because she knows that her boundaries not only benefit her, they benefit the people around her. Because when you are really embodied in your boundaries, that is such a beautiful form of self-worth and self-care, right? So if you are like, showing people that, 
people have no other choice. I mean, obviously people are going to act the way that they're going to act, right? But she releases that. She's like, that's not my deal, right? (laughs) But she knows at the end of the day that her boundaries are going to benefit not just her business, her relationships, her um, sense of self and self-worth. It's going to benefit the people that are also in her orbit, right? So I think of this as well of being a business owner specifically. It's like, I am not doing a service to my clients if I'm letting them kind of fall off the wagon, right? Of course, I can't trust. Like, I have to have a sense of trust for my clients as well, right? Because they have to do the work. They have to do the things. But, like, at the end of the day, like, if I'm not following the boundaries that I have set for the container, that is not of service to them and it's not of service to me right? Because that is when you start to fall into wounded leadership, when you feel like you have to be available 24-7, when you feel like you can't honor your boundaries, when you feel like you can't speak your truth, then what's going to happen is that you start to build resentment, right? You start to get burnt out. You start to do all these things. And like we said in the first one is that that's not a priority. Self-care, boundaries, everything like that is her priority. So therefore, if she's feeling burnt out, she's feeling resentful, like how is she going to show up? How is she going to show up for the people around her? How is she going to create an impact? And this goes so beyond not even like a huge scale of like making this big influence and impact. This could just be the people around you. This could be the people that work for you. This could be the people that are in your orbit. Like this could just be your relationship, your family, right? So at the end of the day, she's really focused on her boundaries and she enforces them with ease, right? And if you guys want to, I did a whole episode around boundaries. So definitely check that out. I think I'll link it down in the um, show notes for you guys so you can listen to it. But that is also a really good one to kind of go into with boundaries and my deep dive kind of opinion on it (laughs) and how to embody your bitch with boundaries. So if you haven't listened to that, definitely do. I'll link it down in the show notes for you guys. Okay, so now number three, this is the good one. And it kind of ties in with the first two that we talked about is that she's focused on her path and what best serves her. So what I mean by this is that she is not focused on comparison. She's not worried about what other people are doing. She is not worried about if she's too much or not enough. Like, Those things, although we're all human, right? Of course they come up sometimes, but she knows how to balance. She knows how to get back into alignment, right? And again, it doesn't serve her to spend so much mental energy to be wondering if she's good enough, if she's not good enough, if she's too much or she's not enough, right? It's just, it's just not a good use of her energy when she could be calibrating to I am always inherently worthy, and so therefore I can serve people, right? I know that I can serve people. I know that I can hold this. And just showing up in that confidence instead of being so focused on what other people are doing, right? Oh, because this person has done so much better than me, or we started at the same time and they're growing so much quicker than me, right? She's not focused on that. She honors that this is her path. And that this is what in turn will give her the best alignment. And again, this kind of comes back to like, I think that there's like a balancing act here. But what I see a lot of coaches talk about is like energy and magnetism, which I'm all about. You guys know I'm like all about feminine magnetism. However, what I see kind of get a little muddy is that when people are just like, oh, well, 
your energy is just not good enough. Or like, you know, it just kind of goes back to like, you know, maybe you just, if you could have just been in alignment more or whatever. Right. And what I want you to really take away from this is that this is not her being like, oh, you know, her energy just wasn't in alignment enough. It's like, no, it's that her energy is aligned with her. Right. So her path is aligned with her. So it's not that she's, you know, feeling out of alignment. So therefore her business isn't growing fast enough or she's not attracting the right people or she's not getting the relationship just yet. It's not even that, right? It's that because she's in alignment, her path is flowing and going the way that it's meant to, right? And of course you can like, again, this is where the balancing energy comes in. It's like, if you're in alignment, right? And like, yes, things aren't going quick enough, right? It's like, Coming back to the embodiment piece of it, it's like, oh, I want to embody alignment um, to get a goal. That's not really embodiment, right? She's embodied to just be embodied, right? She's embodied and trusting that this is in alignment with her path. And she's not letting like, you know, she's not so focused and putting the pressure on like, oh, well, I have to be in alignment to get X, Y, and Z, right? Because you don't, right? There's plenty of people that, in my opinion, aren't out of alignment, but yet they make so much money and they have a bigger impact and all these things, right? But at the end of the day, it's like honoring her own, your own path, right? And some people's alignment may look way different, right? But at the end of the day, what you have to focus on, what she has to focus on, right, is keeping her energy in balance and make sure that she's not prolonging things because she's spending so much mental energy and things that aren't serving her, which the mental energy would be like the comparison, right? Because she knows that when she's focused on what lights her up and what feels good and what turns her the fuck on, she's magnetic, And so everything just falls, starts to fall into place and it starts to click a little bit more, right? And each time she pops back into that alignment, it's just going to click again and again and again. And that's when things start to roll and things start to become easier and easier. So that is essentially what she's focused on. And she knows that comparison and all these things are not serving her, right? So she has to be focused on what's actually going to feel good and what's in her control, right? Because, you know, at the end of the day, like sometimes things are just out of our control. So we can't focus on all the people that don't want to work with us or, you know, things like that. We have to be in focused on what can be in control, right? So then number four is that this one's really important here, is that she trusts herself to write her own rules, And what I mean by this is, again, going back to the beginning of what we talked about with like these masculine structures, she is so focused on what's going to feel good in her body. She trusts her intuition. She knows that she wants to be a leader and she wants to do it her way. And her way is going to best benefit her and be in alignment with what she wants right? Instead of, because once you pop into that scarcity mindset, which is like, oh, I have to do this. I should do this. I, you know, 
all these leaders are telling me I have to cold DM people. I have to, you know, do all these things. And like, if I don't do that, then, then that it's not going to work out for me. And it's like, she sheds all that shit because it's all limited beliefs around how you can create a business or an impact. Right. And she knows that when she trusts her turn on, when she trusts her intuition and when she trusts that she, um, can like create her own rules that is when things start to really move, right? Have you ever seen a leader that just doesn't, it's almost like they don't even know that they're a leader because it's so natural to them. I see this a lot on TikTok with like these kind of younger, really expressed um, teenagers, right? Which is absolutely amazing is that they are just so focused on what's bringing them joy, what's, you know, really fun to them, right? And then they have these massive followings and they're not trying to follow a set of systems. They're not trying to do anything, right? I mean, sure, some are, sure. But like at the end of the day, like they're just having fun. And that is magnetic, right? And so, and they trust themselves to like that they're going to do the things that feel good. And they're not worried about like, oh, I have to stick to this schedule. I have to do this and I have to do that, right? And naturally it starts to unfold. And then before they know it, they have this huge influence and impact and they have a business, right? (laughs) And so it's almost like tapping into that energy as well and trusting yourself that like, yes, you can have the masculine structures, but it doesn't need to come from this place of should or have to, or, you know, this kind of scarcity limited mindset. She trusts herself to create her own rules and stick to them, right? And when things don't feel good, she'll start to shift and pivot and do what feels good, right? Which leads us to number five, which is that no matter what, she doesn't give up because she knows that this is what she's meant to do in some way, shape, or capacity, right? Her gifts and the way that she wants to serve the world is so important that it doesn't matter how she gets there. It's just that she fucking gets there. So it doesn't matter when, it doesn't matter how, it's just she knows that what she's meant to do is bigger than her, right? So doesn't mean, you know, doesn't mean that things aren't hard, that she doesn't doubt herself, that she's perfect all the time, right? Because that's bullshit, right? So, and this is kind of what I mean by like, she doesn't give up is that she's not focused on perfectionism. She's focused more on permission to be messy. She's more focused on trusting herself to clean things up if she makes a mistake. She's more focused on herself in order to like, if she needs to pivot, she trusts herself to do that. And ultimately, at the end of the day, if things aren't working for her, not with the external circumstances, right? But if things aren't working for her and things feel sticky and things feel uncomfortable or like struggle, right? Not even uncomfortable because let me tell you, being, <laughs> being in the spotlight or being some sort of leader, that is uncomfortable. It will be. It will literally shine a light on all of your wounds, on all your visibility wounds, right? And that's why it's so, so much deeper than just, you know, creating a business or creating an impact. To me, it's so much fucking deeper than that. It's this whole journey. It's this whole embodiment. And that's ultimately what I want to help people, help women with that own these passion-based businesses. Because let me tell you, it is 
so hard <laughs> in the beginning, right? So at the end of the day, she knows to be patient and to trust her own process. Not what anybody else is doing, right? But trusting her own process. And yeah, sometimes that's going to take a little bit of a while for some of us because visibility wounds, because of scarcity mindset, because of trauma, because of, you know, fear of success. Like there's so much to kind of un, you know, uncover as you go throughout this process. But at the end of the day, she knows that what she's doing is of her higher self. And so she's not going to give up. She may take a break. <laughs> she may pivot, right? But she's not going to give up because ultimately this is bigger than her. This is so much bigger than her, right? And ultimately she wants to do is what is in alignment to help others, right? It's so much bigger than her. And the more she can uncover these things, get over these things, the more she can serve and help others. So that's ultimately what I have for you today. So let's just do a quick recap here. So number one for feminine leaders to create a massive income and impact is that number one, she knows her priorities. So she's focused on what is aligned with her energy and what is not, right? Calibrating to what is aligned and what she does want. Number two is that she honors her boundaries. So remembering to honor and enforce her boundaries because it serves everyone, not just her. Um, number three is that she's focused on her path and only her path. She's not stuck in comparison. You know, she's not worried if she's being too much or not enough or if she's perfect, right? She's focused on being magnetic and following her turn on. Number four is that she trusts herself to write her own rules because ultimately she went into business or wanted to create an impact to do it differently and to show others that they can do it differently as well. And so she has to find the sustainable route for her instead of trying to mimic every and copy everybody else's systems because ultimately she has to create her own rules and follow what feels good for her. And then number five is that she doesn't give up. She may pivot. She may, you know... Um, make some changes, but ultimately she never fucking gives up. She knows that this is so much bigger than her and she wants to, at the end of the day, she knows that if she doesn't follow her purpose, she's going to feel a little bit unfulfilled, right? So she will continue to choose to follow her pleasure, her passions, and her purpose, right? And so that is what I have for you today, talking all about more secure, more feminine leadership that I think that we are seeing the world kind of shift into, which I think is just absolutely beautiful. And, you know, if you are thinking about owning a business, if you are thinking about creating an in massive income and impact, like now is really the time to do it in a way that serves you best. And I just want to leave you, I feel like this is just on my heart just now is like, if you've been following these systems of, you know, masculine structures, these kind of wounded scarcity mindsets and like maybe you've had a little bit of success and maybe you you know are feeling a little stagnant and like just feeling really burnt out like know that now is the time that you can shift at any moment right you can pivot at any moment you don't have to keep going down these like systems or you know keep following these habits just because you feel that that's what has made you successful right because what I have found in a lot of feminine leaders is that once they kind of break away from those systems and create their own systems, like even though they've had a little bit of success with these very wounded masculine systems, 
once they step into that leadership, once they step into that passion turned on leader, it's like their business and impact and influence blows up way bigger than they ever imagined, right? And that is what happens when you step into more of your power and your authentic truth, because now you don't have this like veil of almost like professionalism or scarcity over you, right? You can step into this authenticity and that authenticity is so fucking magnetic, right? Um, so that is ultimately what I have for you today. If this really resonated with you, definitely share it with a friend, um, family, whoever you think, another boss-ass feminine leader, give her a shout, right? Tell her about this podcast. And I love it when you guys share on your Instagram stories. I love hearing from you. And right now, if you're wanting to kind of step into this leadership role, connect with me. I have available spots for one-on-one -on -one coaching and I am taking on business clients and we're going to be talking all about this and really creating a business that's going to lead you down a pleasure-filled path that is going to be just as profitable as it is pleasurable. And that is ultimately what I want for you is to do it in a way that is energetically aligned with who you are, and not just who you are, but who you want to become. So thank you guys so much for listening today. Um, I hope this really served you well, and I will talk to you all next week. Mwah! Thank you so much for listening to the Sacred Slip Podcast. I hope this episode has your juices flowing and has you feeling inspired to create your own version of a pleasure-filled life. I would love, love, love it if you could leave this podcast a rating and review, hopefully five stars. This really helps out the podcast to reach more women like yourself so that way we can empower each other and create a beautiful community. If this episode has brought you value, please share it with a friend, a family member, your partner, a coworker, or even on your social media. If you do post on your social media, make sure to tag me at Becca Jo Kavanaugh on your Instagram. So that way I can thank you and send you so much love. Also make sure you are subscribed to the podcast so that way you never miss an episode. If your pussy and intuition is craving more and to dive deeper into this work, check out my website and ways that you can work with me through my signature courses and intimate coaching containers. Sending you so, so much love, and I will talk to you on the next episode. Bye, sluts.